Did you know that within a decade, women will hold $30 trillion in investable assets? Yet somehow, only 19% of women reported feeling confident in selecting investments that align with their long-term goals. Our friends at InvestHer are out to change that. InvestHer Con is the number one premier conference for women in real estate, and it's happening June 2nd through the 4th in Austin, Texas. InvestHerCon is not just another real estate conference. It's a transformational experience focused on real estate investing, business strategies, and self-care tactics, all designed to help women take control of their financial futures. Gain the knowledge and skills you need to grow your portfolio and build a sustainable business, all while connecting with over 500 women who are playing at the same level. To learn more and to get your tickets, visit InvestHerCon.com today and use the code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. That's InvestHer, H-E-R, Con.com, promo code 100BESTEVER to get $100 off your ticket. I think the thing that's really important for me, especially coming from the Northwest, is that there's opportunities outside of this state and moving into other states, there's, there's some great opportunities. Are you ready for the best real estate investing advice ever? Join Joe Fairless and today's successful real estate professional as they share it with you. Let's go. Every once in a while, there comes a service that revolutionizes an industry. And I am proud to say that our best ever sponsor, Cozy, is that service for landlords and tenants. Cozy simplifies the rental process for everyone. Simply put, Cozy makes it easy to collect rent online, to screen tenants, to order credit reports, to do all the things that you are currently doing manually, but to automate it so that you can focus on more important things like growing your portfolio this year. The best part is that Cozy is completely free. It's free. There aren't any minimums, there aren't any transaction fees or monthly payments. No other service on the planet offers this to you for free. And one of the things that I love about Cozy is that Cozy automatically collects and transfers the rent so that every month you don't have to worry about forgetful tenants forgetting to pay you the rent. You can actually receive that rent automatically in your bank account, no questions asked. So you can say goodbye to paper checks, late payments, and all those lame excuses. And here's your chance to simplify your life and make more money. Join me and sign up for Cozy at Cozy.co. That's C-O-Z-Y dot C-O. Hi there, Best Ever listeners. Welcome to the Best Real Estate Investing Advice Ever Show. I'm Joe Fairless, and I'm here with today's guest, Steve Bighouse. Hi, Steve. Hello. How are you doing today, Joe? Doing well, and glad to have you on the show. Steve is joining us from Everett, Washington. He is the branch manager at Security National Mortgage Company, and he has a background in mortgage financing. Uh, He started his career as a loan originator and ended as a VP of Mortgage Services. He now operates in 17 states financing uh, for real estate investors. And it's interesting because you know he focuses on loans that are, on average, about $90,000. So I think we, we're going to have a great conversation with him about the different types of loans available and how he approaches that with his investors. So with that being said, Steve, can you give the best ever listeners a little bit more background on your experience and what you're focused on now? 
Well, again, I've been in the business for a while. I started in the business in 88. Um, I left banking uh, early part of 2000. I started working with a group of investors here in the Northwest that were actually purchasing at the foreclosure. And then um, they actually started the company. They brought the, uh, their experience and their knowledge to the public, started a group up here in the Northwest. I worked with them for probably about six, seven years. And then I started branching out in a couple of states. And it was kind of funny because uh, I was working with a group of real estate investors in Colorado. They got a call from a gentleman out of Memphis, Tennessee, talking about lending. And he said, well, talk to our lender. So I called him. Uh, and of course, uh, he was telling me it sounded like it was too good to be true. I did a little bit of research. Uh, that was probably in December of 2007, 2008. Uh, hopped on a plane, flew to Memphis, spent a week. Uh, just kind of rented a car, got to know some of the people on the contacts there. And I probably did that for about four or five months, just kind of really kind of getting a, a feel because it was totally different. And uh, got licensed in the summer of uh, of the same year, and it just, you know, just kind of built ever since. But when that model worked there, and of course you start making connections with different people in different states, and you see that they're doing the same thing. So we just took that model and just started branching out into states. And so you're, you're right, we're in 17 states right now. Stay pretty busy with what we do. I've got a team of six, so I've got two full-time processors. So let, let's take a step back. When you say you're in 17 states and you have a team, what specifically is your team's role in the process? Well, basically what we do is, is, is my emphasis is financing real estate. You know, that typically one to four family. I sell all my paper directly to Fannie Mae, and my team just helps support me in that role. I mean, we're closing 30, you know, on an average 30 files in Ohio. Sometimes we get close to 40. Um, and then we're looking at, at, you know, of course, building those numbers. So I really need a team to keep those numbers because uh, I definitely don't make it up in loan size. Where I make it up is in volume. When when you're doing all these loans, I mean, you're doing, on average, 90000 dollar per loan mm-hmm. you're closing 30 of them a month what have you learned from that process for, for that would be relevant for investors seeking those types of loans well that you know I, I think the thing that's really important for me especially coming from the northwest when i look at the seattle market is that there's opportunities outside of this state and moving into other states there's, there's some great opportunities i mean personally myself i haven't done any myself simply because of the fact i'm just busy at what i do but my wife took an early retirement. We're going to take and we're going to roll over her retirement and I'm going to buy some investment. And so just looking at the opportunities in the other states. And then, of course, you learn a lot when you get to the states. You not only learn about the, you know, the, the real estate market, but you also look at what drives the economy. The cheapest loan program that you find investors can do for the Fannie Mae financing? Well... I tell people that my where I like to be as far as minimum loan size is about majority of my competition won't go below fifty. Um, if I need, but in cases I've had situations where you know maybe the appraisal doesn't come in, maybe it's a couple thousand dollars lower, those thirties. I mean, I can actually go down to thirty grand, but that's where where Fannie Mae just stops buying loans. Is about do I want to do a bunch of thirty dollar loans? No, because it costs me money to close. It's not a lot, but, and I do it more as a service to my client um, so that they can. So that means that the the loan is actually for 30, so they would be acquiring it in theory if they put money down for more than that, so maybe like 33, 35,000. Well, correct. I mean, you know, they're going to they're going to have to put on anything below 50,000. I want my put up. I mean, if I've got a loan amount below 50, even though Fannie Mae allows if you're under those four finance property, three eighths of percent higher than what they're getting. If I really got a thing into my pockets. So you figure if they're doing a $30,000 loan, it probably be, you know, that's 41. Based on your experience, what is your best real estate investing advice ever? 
Oh, let's see here for a second. I don't know. Maintain your credit and keep cash and your job. That's it. I mean, what, I, what type of what type of cash reserves do you need in order to get approved? And what type of credit are you are you needing? Well, that's a twofold question because it's broken down into two segments. So if you've got if you own less than four finance property, uh, minimum credit score is six. I would probably tell you in all that, all actuality if you're buying an investment closer to six forty. As far as reserve requirements, you'd have to have six months principal interest, taxes, and insurance on the subject property. And then if you own like an, a, maybe an, another investment property, two months of that principal interest taxes. If you own a primary residence, we don't count the primary residence. So it only, only it, uh, can choose second homes and investment. And then, of course, you need your reserves. We can use a combination of, we can use cash. Are you ready for the best ever lightning round? Uh, well, sure. Best ever listeners, it's 2015, and wouldn't you like to simplify the landlording process and automate it as much as possible while making more money along the way? It's a landlord's dream, right? With online rent payments, applications, and secure credit reports, Cozy makes being a landlord incredibly easy. And best of all, it's completely free. Sign up for Cozy at Cozy.co. That's C-O-Z-Y dot C-O. <laughs> With some trepidation, I will start. Best ever book you've read? Oh, geez. Well, it was a while back. I don't do a lot of reading. I mean, I just live. You know, probably would have been a couple of books when I first started in the business. I, I just uh, by Robert Kiyosaki. That's kind of, uh, you know, he. I read several of his books. But boy, that's been years. Um, I imagine it's Cashflow Quadrant, Rich Dad, Poor Dad would be a couple of them. Right, right. Well, well I know Rich Dad, Poor Dad. I've read that one, so that was good. So that was kind of a catalyst. Um, I just, you know, like I say, I just, you know, I try to stay current on, you know, what's going on, uh, you know, within the market. So I do every morning when I come in, I read my commentaries, try and, you know, look on MSN, that's and try and keep up so I can get... Well, let's, let's ask a more relevant question to you then. What's the best ever online resource investors can go to to keep track of the market and how it's performing? Well, you know, we get some, we get some reports here. That, uh, that I share, I, I think the Kipling. And then at the same time, the other thing that I do on that as far as, uh, you know, with the interest rates, because a lot of customers, I mean, let's face it, I don't have a crystal, you know. I don't have, the, you know, I can't tell you where interest rates are now or a year from. But what I what I educate my clients is I say, don't necessarily look, you know, try to guess for the future. Look at the past, you know, look at the past history of rates, you know, look at the, you know, family rates for about the last 10 years. That gives you a pretty good idea as far as the uh, where the movements on the uh, you know the, the rates are. and then of course you can look at you know there's a ton of information on the internet as far as following the market to do is pick up and see what the Dow does. I love that and I, I love the quote of don't try and guess the future just look at the past I think there's a lot to that and I completely agree oh, yeah. I mean I tell, right, well, I'm sorry no, I just tell people I, I says, you know the real estate uh, past you know past few years is kind of getting back into the cycle but you can almost gauge the rates in, you know, in any given year, as far as the cycle, and typically I tell people that, you know, you can figure your springtime, you're always going to see the rates never fit in that because that's when they've got the six, seven month window when everybody buys. Well, they always find a way to just increase those rates. You know, people ask me, this is what's the logic behind greed? <laughs> you know, that's, that's the way. It's a proven business model for them. Absolutely correct. Best ever personal growth experience and what you learned from it. Um, let's see for a second. I went to, and I won't mention it, I went, I, I took, when I was in banking, I took a group of my loan on. So I, I sat back and I looked at it, and really what happened. I really came to a realization that happened that, you know, it's really hard to get people really excited. You know, I look at myself as far as drive, okay? 
I don't need, I don't need, I mean, I just, I wake up every morning excited about my job and trying to figure out what new challenges I could master today or where I want to be at years from now. And I've got a vision. Um, I guess what I found in that is when I, when I looked at that, when I looked at other people, it's kind of like you either got the spark. I mean, I, you know, I can help you. I can help ignite it, but it's just something that you got to help. And I think that's why some people are successful. Best ever success habit you practice. Oh, let's see here for a second. Returning phone calls and emails every day. Best ever loan that you've made. Now, okay, this is this is a funny one, okay? Actually, probably the best one. Disabled veteran, 63 years old, Memphis. Wanted to buy his for got turned down, down by a lamp. So, I, I, you know, the guy came to me. People kept stringing him along for about three, four months. Nobody would tell him why they, you know, why the loan. And then he finds out that nobody wants to do the loan. I did the loan for, and he didn't believe it till the day I. So the family finds out that I'm coming back to Memphis because I make regular trips into the markets. Love that. Love, love that. It all comes full circle. Best ever quote. I learned this from one of my bosses, presidents of the bank. He says, "Kiss your customers till you lips you." Tell that to my, every one of my employees. I said, "That's what. That's why we do what we." Do. And what? What's the quote again? Kiss your customers until your lips are chapped. <laughs> Kiss your customers until your lips are chapped. Wow. <laughs> There's no reading in between the lines on that one. It is customer service number one priority. Absolutely, absolutely correct. I mean, let's face it. Where I am in my company, we're not the you know, we're not the cheapest guy in the block. But one thing I do do, and this is one of the best compliments I ever get. Every event that I ever get, every person says, "You know what I like about you the most?" And I said, "What's that?" He said, "You call your people back every day and you answer." What's the biggest mistake you've made in business? Not investing earlier, you know, in real estate. What's the best ever place to reach you, Steve? Uh, probably my my, uh, my cell phone. And what's your number? Two zero six nine three zero. One eight zero one. All right. Well, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing your advice with the best ever listeners. I learned a lot from the loan standpoint when we're talking about what it will take to get approved for a property, um, one to four unit through the Fannie and May program where you need a 620 credit score. If you have less than four properties, you need those reserves. Um, and the type of down payments. And then also a, a question that commonly comes up is how low can we get the loan? Um, and I, I love that you uh, walked us through that. So thank you so much for being on the show and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you very much, Joe. Hey, you, best ever listener. Do you want more? Then head to JoeFairless.com where there are tons of free videos, templates, and content to help you get deals done. And if you want Joe to personally help you reach your goals, then go to the Work With Joe tab on JoeFairless.com and apply to, well, Work With Joe.